0: Welcome to the Femme Powered Podcast. I'm Giulietta Durante, menstrual cycle nutritionist and hormone whisperer.
1: And I'm Nat Martin, menstrual cycle coach with a passion for all things premenstrual and periods.
0: This is a podcast to help you navigate the world using the menstrual cycle as your compass and guide. We'll be chatting to industry leaders and women who inspire us on everything from money to sexuality, business to hormone health. Honestly, the list is endless because the menstrual cycle shows up literally everywhere.
1: But let's be honest, we live in a world that wasn't built for and doesn't value the menstrual cycle. We are here to change that. We're here to help you learn new things about your cycle and inspire you to bring them into your life so that you can show up in a way that honors your natural rhythms and enhances your inner power.
0: It's time to stop feeling guilty about being inconsistent and struggling with your cycle.
1: So if you're ready to unpack its gifts, let's dive in.
0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the FEMPOWD podcast. Today we're going to be going into just really reflecting on our experience at Shambhala Festival, uh, where Nat and I were together a couple of weeks ago now. Um, but before we do that, we're going to do our usual cycle day check-in, see where we are. We are feeling into September energies anyway. But yeah, let's start with our cycle day check-in. So my lovely Nat, where are you? How are you feeling? How
1: is it all expressing for you? Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Oh, I'm on day 21 today, um, so I am feeling like yesterday was potentially a crossover day. I had a very activated, <laughs> quite um, triggered day, and today I'm feeling like I still have a little bit of this cortisol soup, that, as my coach calls it, going on. Um, but I still am able to access that kind of inner autumn groundedness Mm. Um, I feel I'm feeling the need for a lot of self-care coming up in this pre-menstrual phase I don't quite know how that's going to work because I've got visits visitors coming and then getting ready to go on holiday and um, but I'm I'm feeling good and grounded but there's definitely like that need to I guess it's like the outside autumn coming where you start to kind of just wanna get a little bit cozy and soft and up for self care a little bit. So mm. yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. The Thank autumn you. is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's here in my cycle, yeah. but you know, it's yeah. matching the outside in that like, it's kind of like today was 27 degrees. It was really warm, but it's mm. kind of a bit cold at the same time. And just a bit like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it it is. These shifts and they're not like, they're never like that linear, are they? Even in nature, I find sometimes. So like, Mm -hmm. I definitely, especially in London, noticed that it was no longer the peak of summer, like it's getting lighter later, the evenings are drawing in, but then you'll get this random really hot day and it just gets bit confusing in a mind that's always trying to be logical you know you're almost like oh what the fuck is going on here do you know what I mean and it's just like I can't get my head around this yeah. you know make up your mind and just behave. yeah and those are the internal tensions we have as well right that we have inside I think with us sometimes it's like am in my inner autumn especially those transition days and I really think we should do an episode on transitions one 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 day absolutely
1: absolutely I it was one of, yeah. I did a post about that and it went pretty Pretty viral pretty quickly because it's like oh that's <laughs> what that is <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah 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 and there are always those ones when you look back you're like oh oh it's that that oh that moment yeah. when you land you're like oh I know why I was feeling like that this makes yeah. perfect sense not just the the oh when you start bleeding sometimes you're like oh yes that makes sense mm-hmm. but it's sometimes that oh that bumpiness between yeah. one and the other so yeah no, we definitely need to do that
1: Yeah Mm. that's a good idea we'll make a note of
0: that. Yes yeah Yeah.
1: what about you where are you at in your cycle and how are you feeling today?
0: So I don't know the exact day I am ovulating maybe just ovulated something like that's going on Uh, I mean we've talked about this in other episodes I haven't been fully fully tracking Uh, I've been traveling I've come from London to Spain and I'm not really 100% focused on my cycle up to that point Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm feeling good I am yeah it's feeling like a fairly gentle ovulation you know sometimes we both struggle with ovulation a bit but this 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 one it's been pretty nice and I'm feeling quite inspired and also really wanting to connect and ground actually is a theme that's coming up for me in ovulation so I'm quite like ah, oh, and getting a lot from just like being in nature and things but I'm feeling good I'm not I'm not feeling like I particularly want to be seen or heard very much which is not very ovulatory but I'm almost in that. Oh, I just want to enjoy being with myself and you know, my family or whatever, my my husband. So yeah, it's a kind of different one, but overall, yeah, not not feeling pretty good. I'm like, okay, this is nice, you know, not the usual sometimes there's inflammation or sometimes I get weird symptoms. So yeah, feeling feeling good. Um, yeah, and just sort of again, I think there's this like autumn smell, autumn shifts in the air. And I'm not ready for outer autumn yet. So I'm a little bit resistant to what's happening. Externally. So that's kind of what's going on at the moment.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we were saying just before we started recording, or I was saying that you have this like real goddessy glow. I was like, where are you in your cycle? Are you like ovulating right now? I <laughs> kind of got this like, mm, I'm just here. And, and it's funny that you say you don't really feel like being seen or heard. Um, for, like one of the things that we spoke about at my workshop in Shambhala was archetypes. And for me, one of the archetypes of the cycle is the queen as opposed to the mother, mm, um, mm. at that point in the cycle, at the ovulatory point, mm. where it is just about like, it's not necessarily about being seen, it's just about enjoying that pleasure and those vibes for yourself, as opposed to using them for the outside world. And that's, yeah, it's yeah. weird, like looking at you through the screen, that's like your, your vibe and your aura I is just totally like, vibes. I'm queening, like, yeah. ugh. <laughs> I love, I love it. that. I'm like, sucking it
0: through the screen (laughs) yeah take it honestly like uh, yeah you you thank you for reminding me of that because I mean I loved we're going to go into what we talked about and stuff but when you were really resonated what you said about the queen archetype and I think you're so right I really do really today I am that's how I'm feeling quite queen like quite like just comfortable and just like almost gliding through my day, but not necessarily like oh look at me and people pleasing. In fact, I'm very unpeople pleasing today. I'm very much like just do this for me, please. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> what could be more queen? Hello, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah, just do I, all I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe. So mm. yes, I love that. Thank you so much for just reminding me about like just how differently it can express every cycle and and how how powerful it is to actually connect with an archetype that's not necessarily always the conventional one. It might be a slightly different one. So thank you.
1: Yeah. And also just to say, you know, this kind of feeling of wanting to be alone, like it's been a lot these last couple of weeks. So, you know, the festival was great, but it like we both said like, oh, I need a few days of just not seeing anything like you know would literally just need to have a blindfold on for (laughs) for a couple of days and some earplugs in and just like completely decompress and then obviously traveling as well so um yeah like totally feeling you and and understanding those vibes of just kind of wanting to recluse away from the world a little bit yeah yes I really do I think Mm -hmm. we've both said like it was very,
0: there was so much to take in, so many sight sounds, so many people dressed in incredible ways, so many people challenging like gender preconceptions and and everything that, and it was incredible, but our poor little brains were just (laughs) like, oh, oh oh it's just like
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what's real anymore yeah I don't know what's real anymore I can't really cope with any more of this
0: yeah um, so yeah you're so right I think for me I'm just like oh I just need to look at a sky and a mountain that's not going to change you know what I mean it's not going to blare any music at me it's yeah. not going to do anything it's going to be and I think that's what I'm craving so yeah absolutely yeah
1: I feel you I feel, and we really need to like honor our nervous systems when. Yes. when we have those feelings so yeah yeah, yeah feeling mm. that for sure mm. so oh my gosh like where do we even start like <laughs> it feels like it's been a really long time in the planning right because we in my memory it was I'm so glad that I have you because in my memory we've been talking about this since January but it, I think it was more like March <laughs> yeah um, yeah and so we've kind of known about this mm. For pretty much it's since spring, pretty much, yeah. And so it feels like Shambhala and the whole thing around it of like going and giving a workshop there and what is it going to be about and mm. and kind of the like planning of it. It feels like it's been there for a really long time, and even though it's like done and it's you know it's now been a, a couple of weeks, yeah. I guess since that happened. It still feels like for me it still it still feels really fresh it still feels Mm. um it feels like it's not quite finished yet in a way which is really odd I mean you're like a festival pro um so I don't know if this is just a normal like thing I it was my first um non-yoga festival let's say so I don't Mm. know if this is a normal kind of you know like after holiday feeling that you carry it around Mm. with you for a bit but Mm. yeah we've known about this for a long time and I'm still like when I think about it it's still a bit of a pinch me moment that that we were able to do this together yeah Yeah. like we didn't give the same workshop we have we had our own separate workshops but we were able to do this together and Mm -hmm. um and it was it was just an incredible experience I'm kind of like I don't really know where to start to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah I agree with you I totally agree with you like I and I definitely the energy that you carry with you um after a festival. So I've I've done lots of festivals, but full disclosure, I've never done a festival where I've delivered a workshop on anything, mm-hmm. let alone menstrual cycle and hormones and all of that, right? Like I've normally gone to festivals and they've been like full-on party festivals. I've gone for the music. I haven't slept for days. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten for days, you know, it's that kind of festival. Mm-hmm. So this, this was a very, very different experience, but it is interesting because you still have this, like, processing period or mm-hmm. it's not quite a hangover but it there is this energy that you're still moving through and you're still very much in a dreamlike state for me the you know the few days after straight after we were both completely yeah. spaced out weren't we we were like whoa yeah. like and it's weird because you go to i remember going to a waitrose to do some shopping and i'm looking around i'm like why is that one in fancy dress what's going on here do you know what i mean like why is it so, so boring like what's going on and it's just so boring stuff. Yeah, it's transitioning this very, you know, anybody who's listening who has been to a festival know that they are very alternate realities. That's mm-hmm. a, a good festival really focuses on creating, you know, and Shambhala was all about creating a utopia, right? So this really yeah. kind of really just like a, a different way of living, just for a few days where, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's celebrated for exactly who they are. You are free to show mm-hmm. off as much of your body as you want or as little. Mm-hmm. You can go wildly like imaginative with your costumes you can like play around with being a different gender you can do whatever you want and no one gives a shit you know it's encouraged Mm. and to be in that reality and then you come out of it 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 does take a while you know because even though our poor brains were like oh there's a lot going on when you finished our brains are like oh but i
1: miss it now (laughs) that was really good (laughs) like really i mean i can't walk around like this all the time (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we definitely have to give a big shout out to Holly from the Red Sea Travel Agency, because that was the whole reason that we were there. Right. So, yes, it was this like wonderful festival, but actually we were there to um, to give a workshop in or to yeah. give workshops um, in the Red Sea Travel Agency space. And for those of you who have never heard of the Red Sea Travel Agency, this is a space at Shambhala Festival. I'm hoping after seeing, being there and seeing it, that this just becomes normal at every festival. You know, as I say in any of this, you need Yes, if you're a festival learning. organizer, like you need to like grab your pen and paper and start taking notes because yeah. <laughs> this was a space that was really there to A, provide a space for people having their period mm. to learn about the menstrual cycle and- Things related to it, and also just to to kind of break taboos, really. So I really just have to give a big shout out to them because, um, yeah, it was it was such an honor to be invited as 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 guest workshop yeah. givers, facilitators, um, and it really is a very special yeah. space. I think when we got there on the Thursday evening, we were um, <laughs> we were, we opened the doors to the toilets, and I actually took a picture of it. It was like oh. My God, it's a proper toilet with running water. And you know, if you and you were actually bleeding when we were there. So you, I would love for you to share like what your bleed experience was. But of course, if you're bleeding, you know, it stands to reason. You need to have access to running water, like, you know, or you need to be able to like change your cup or yeah. your tampon or your pad or whatever. And and I think just that alone, never mind yeah. anything else, made such a difference for people who are having their period and also just for you know for for, I saw quite a few pregnant people going in there and people with young children so Mm -hmm. this inclusivity that you know there's a lot of talk about inclusivity at the moment but actually I think what's probably um missing a lot of these festivals is the inclusive inclusivity for people who are having their period while they're there
0: yes I couldn't Mm -hmm. agree with you more I mean we've obviously talked about this already and um It's wonderful that there are, you know, nowadays, there really is this huge focus on inclusivity, but a huge group of people are always Mm -hmm. missed out, like Mm -hmm. people who are having periods, people Mm -hmm. who are menstruating, which most of the time is about 50% of the population, you know, okay, not everyone will be menstruating at that festival, but and it's, it's one thing that has never, ever gets talked about. And, you know, for me personally, yes, when I got there, I think I was day three and, um, you know, my day three can go either way. I had a lot of headaches driving up there and stuff. And I really, you know, was putting all my energy into getting there. And, you know, and we you had did a-
1: very well. We Thank just, you. just FYI, we drove 19 junctions in the wrong direction. Yeah. And I couldn't drive because I have a German driving license. So really just giving a massive, massive shout out to this woman here for driving us
0: all over the bloody
1: place. I know. With a headache. (laughs) It was fine. I was like, you
0: kept on feeding me like chocolate buttons and that kept on, kept me going. I was like, give me a button. These huge M&S chocolate buttons. I'll be like okay I can I'm good I'm good I've got 20 minutes of energy now and sugar that's fine um but yeah like going back to the whole experience of bleeding Mm. in a festival you know I've been to lots of festivals and I have been to festivals and I've been bleeding and like I never really stopped to think like how difficult it was when you were bleeding going to a festival I mean honestly when we got there and we saw those toilets I was like and that you know you know the, the quick description is I was saying to you I was like wow this is what it must be like to be like a Hollywood star because this is like <laughs> a toilet you know and they're filming on set they get these really posh trailers and you know you had running water and there was a proper toilet with a toilet seat and also things like for example uh, you know like being able to open your legs as wide as you need to to change mm-hmm. your menstrual product mm-hmm. like it's very difficult to change a tampon or to pull a menstrual cup out of you painlessly when you can't open your legs wide enough and all the other toilets were not suitable for that really really struggled when we did have to go to some of the other toilets because the Red Sea tent ones travel agency ones shut at 9pm so I did have to go to another toilet at other points and they were completely different you know and it made me really like start really thinking about this like inclusivity thing and how different my experience was when I was going to a toilet that was set up specifically for my needs and Mm -hmm. one that clearly did not give a shit about my needs yeah it was completely different and I was actually um I I decided I was going to use tampons organic tampons because I don't get on with menstrual cups I would have preferred period pants but Mm -hmm realistically they weren't going to be clean you know all of this so i was like right i'll just do the tampon thing and actually every time i changed a tampon in one of the the say like conventional toilets it was a very painful experience because i couldn't get it in properly and it was actually very very painful for me so that's huge right like absolutely like massive but just knowing that there was somewhere where you could wash your hands after you've been changing your your tampon or whatever was Mm
1: -hmm. that was
0: incredible like and honestly you know anybody listening please please you know if you're an organizer of any kind of event have a think whether you are providing you know the kind of the service that, that that menstruators need, that people on their, and on their periods need, you know, yeah. really, it's super, super important. So wow. that alone, I agree with you. You know, the Red Sea Travel Agency, it was incredible. It had a squishy tent where you could go and just chill. Mm. Great. You know, we had some nice conversations with people who were bleeding there. Um but really, like just to have a space that was dedicated to menstruation and periods, and not just periods, but just like the menstrual cycle in general, and it was smack bang in the middle, middle right of Shambhala, yeah. even in a quiet corner. Oh. It was like, gosh, here we are!
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was on one of the main streets, which was actually really cool because I think you know you get a lot of footfall then. People just kind of been like, "Oh, what's that?" And I just want to quickly pick up on something that you just said because in your workshop you spoke a lot about the importance of feeling safe in your body and and creating feelings of safety um, when it comes to working with your cycle and actually you know if you have to quickly change your menstrual product in a cramped toilet that's dark because there's no light in there and you know there's not enough space for you to open your legs and maybe not even enough space for you to reach behind and you know or do whatever it is that you have to do like that and you know that there's a big queue of people outside and that's not a feeling of safety at all and when you think about how the body reacts when it's Mm -hmm. feeling unsafe it tenses Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's also just as you say like something as simple as changing a tampon can be either painful or or not depending on like the immediate environment that you're in and yes I think that they are like amazing I think Red Sea the Red Sea Travel Agency and the whole team are just real champions in that because you know it is as you say like we need to think about people who are you know even just from a hygiene point of view not even necessarily from an inclusivity point of view but just from a point of view of being able to wash your hands (laughs) after you've changed a tampon or a pad or whatever um you know there's Gosh, I've lost count of the times that I've like totally spilt my cup or whatever and splashed blood all over my toilet. And, you know, like there's just the need to kind of think about giving space for people who are having their periods at festivals. So bloody big shout out to you guys because you really did a very good job. And that was only the toilets.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know we haven't even talked about everything else, but they were, it was to know, And sorry to go on about it, but to know that there were these toilets that were clean and where you could just go and do all this, like changing of your products safely, you know, with everything that you need there. They even provided free tampons and pads. It was just incredible. And as a very, very experienced festival goer, it honestly blew my mind. I was like, wow this has completely changed my whole festival experience because I didn't realize how much anxiety I used to have when I went to a festival around all that, like, shit, I've got to change my, my tampon. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do this? It's really painful. I remember some festivals waking up in the middle of the night, almost like with a tampon coming out because I hadn't been able to insert it properly and it really impacting my sleep and ultimately my mental health, you know what I mean? Because then you're like, how am I going to get to a toilet now? It's pitch black. And I, if I change it, it's going to be even harder because there's no water. and. Mm-hmm wow and that's the shit we have put up with for well the beginning of time to be honest with you so long
1: yeah 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 long so we will put the the link to the red sea travel agency um in our show notes in case you are interested um yeah like like we said if you've got an event that you're organizing and or you know you're you're a festival organizer or you've got contacts to some like please 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 I mean I'm like hoping that they've got capacity for this <laughs> but even if they don't just to like open the conversation and the possibility of having this like people will will thank you for it for sure absolutely
0: and just one tiny thing to say off the back of that like of course you know like it, they may not be able to, to create this space in every festival but Like even just thinking about, for example, in a normal festival toilet or in these wonderful compostable ones, if you put um one of those containers for menstrual cycle waste in the corner there you can't open your legs wide enough at all to do anything mm-hmm. so please at least have three or four toilets on every row that are just a little bit wider and have that space to dispense of your products a little bit further away so you can do it in a bit more comfort even that will make a huge difference yeah. so yeah i just wanted yeah. to get that because it that really upset me quite a few times <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it is not very period positive is it
0: no Yeah,
1: so yeah, the the toilets were fantastic, but really (laughs) the magic was was just in the whole space itself, and seeing, Mm -hmm. I think I didn't expect there to be so many, I I didn't expect there to be such a mix of people who were so interested, and like really interested, you know, you have to think about, you're in a festival, right, and it's the first festival since, like not the first festival ever since lockdown, but it's like the first year Um, of Festivals since the the pandemic and the lockdowns finished, mm. and so in my mind, you know, you're like, woo, festival time! I've got all this stuff that I can be doing and people I can be, you know, hanging out with and drinking and doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the workshops they were full, and yeah. people were coming, even with their like, you know, <laughs> glass of beer or whatever, and sitting yep. down or you know whatever, doing whatever the workshop required, and really being there and really hungry to learn and it you know in my mind I thought perhaps it's only going to be around people who are menstruating but there were people bringing their dads there were some really vulnerable shares from from boyfriends and just I was blown away by just the the level of commitment really (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. to to coming to a space to learn about menstrual cycles I really hadn't expected that it was amazing, like you know, to
0: before both our talks and also Lottie's talks. um mm. Lottie's no dot no. your dot cycle. We'll put her link in here as well. She gave some. They gave some workshops. I'm sorry, yes. still getting used to all. She's very inclusive and really works to bring like non-binary, like gen, like trans folks into the whole conversation. Which, which for me was really, really actually super eye-opening, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like people were getting turned away because they wouldn't they couldn't fit in this tent and like you know I was I did my workshop at 11 a.m on a Sunday morning at (laughs) a festival it's
1: like no one's gonna come it's Sunday at 11 like on the Sunday after three days what when they turn I was just like
0: uh first thing I need to say is thank you for coming because I thought no one was gonna come I mean this was like the usual Mira festival I certainly wouldn't be coming along and that just blew my mind you know and to your 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 um talk as well you know Saturday I think yours was 1 p.m that people were building up for carnival there was a real Mm. party atmosphere you know people were proper in that mode but then it was still full and you know what what I found really fascinating was when you opened your workshop with a cycle day check-in and a general check-in and they were there were so many vulnerable shares there and so yeah. many people talking about how they wanted to keep up with the energy of their friends but they were feeling tired or vulnerable or they were bleeding to have that space where you can share that inner festival literally blew my mind mm. because like you know we're all fe- it gets just, just goes to show we all go to this festival and then we've got all our own internal Stories going on. Sometimes they're menstrual stories, right? Sometimes it's like mm, I'm on my period. I don't really want to like get mm-hmm. pissed at two o'clock in the afternoon until five o'clock in the morning. I actually yeah. just go and, and just sit in a tent and to be witnessed in that. I thought was just incredible and so 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 powerful. So that was just like oh, amazing, amazing, amazing.
1: Yeah, and I think you know it's again just bringing it to the conversation. Like we do a cycle check in at the start of every episode. We do a cycle check in like when we're talking Um, and for us I guess it's really normal to to have that and to have those spaces where we do cycle check-ins but um, I think just in general to have a space where you can say today I am at this point in my cycle or there were actually lots of people who didn't know where they were in their cycle um, which is a good reminder for, for me and for us that like you know we have still so much more to go um before yeah. this just becomes quote unquote normal but just to have a space where you can say I feel like this and that's yeah. it like there's no advice given there's no tips it's just like this is how I feel and that's okay and that was a really special thing it took a, at one point I was thinking gosh it's like taking almost like an hour <laughs> to go around and do this because you know <laughs> as much as you say just share in one to three words there's always going to be people who share longer and you you want to give that space but it was so necessary for, for these people who've never experienced that. I really, really, really totally agree with you. I, Cause I then did an,
0: a, a check-in myself um, the following day and I was thinking the same. I was like, this is going on forever. But- <laughs> watching everybody in that space watching everybody who was at at your workshop Mm -hmm. like you could see that this was like so so important that it didn't really matter you know like it had to take priority because everybody was sat there like enraptured with what everyone else was saying because i mean i was i was like wow we're all really being so vulnerable here and saying how we're feeling and being witnessed and um yeah it was and I thought maybe people would leave or whatever. Not a single person got up and left yeah. through what was essentially a one hour check-in in
1: both hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys are amazing. So yeah, it's. I think yeah. it's really just this thing of making these spaces normal and taking it away from social media and podcasts mm-hmm. and places where you're kind of surrounding yourself with people with the same mindset and yeah. bringing it yeah. into the normal mainstream world I mean can you imagine how it would be if you would go for a meeting at work and you know and even even an agenda mixed um meeting where you would just go around the table and say this is how I feel today and it doesn't have to impact anything you you know you kind of recognize if someone says I'm feeling really tender and need a hug or I'm feeling really charged, or I've got a headache or whatever, you kind of know how to relate to them a bit better. So Mm -hmm. um, I've definitely feel a lot more passionate about bringing that into everyday conversation um, Mm -hmm. and not just with the people around me who feel safe enough to do that. That's definitely one of the takeaways that I've, I'm taking from the festival for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, instead of how are you? I'm fine. It's Mm. like, oh, I'm here and I feel this and I need this. And, you know, because for me, some of the most powerful shares were from the fathers and the boyfriends in Mm. that space, because I don't think they've ever been asked, how Mm. are you? How are you feeling? How's your energy? And that, you know, was just like, oh, this is like so just so important so yes I'm with you on that we've got to change this conversation instead of the I'm fine to the well now that you mention it
1: (laughs) yeah for sure and I think we've definitely also got a lot of um a lot of the questions that were coming up in both of our workshops and in some of the others like we've got we've got so many episodes (laughs) that we can do on on the questions that have come up around the cycle um Mm -hmm. because it was a really it was a real cross-section wasn't it of um Mm -hmm. You know, like yes, your thing is nutrition, and my thing's premenstruum and inner critic. But there were lots of things just around the real basics of mm-hmm. of how to track your cycle, which we've um, we've put out an episode on that as well. The differences mm-hmm. and why you would do it, and when to do it, and mm-hmm. so there there was a real. I was also surprised by the real cross section of of, yeah. of questions that were to do with the menstrual cycle. Yeah, agreed, definitely, and
0: I it felt really good to be out there. You know, in real life with real people having experiences of their cycle and really getting, like, really understanding what their needs were. Do you know what I mean? We were so inspired afterwards. I kept on, like, taking notes on my phone and your your talk. I was like, right, we need to talk about this and this and this and this because lots of people are asking about this, you know, and it was great to feel that, actually, because sometimes if you're just operating on social media or whatever, of course, you're communicating through people in your DMs or your comments, but it's not the same as that being in that space and having all, pe- all these people ask you these questions it was yeah really very very inspiring I think and really like you know we both came away super fired up didn't we we were mm. like right this is it we're gonna do yeah. this this this
1: this 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 we're <laughs> we gonna take over the world
0: <laughs> we are we are we are we are we are we, we, we are, are still still we just need a little rest before we do that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we need to kind of just destimulate a little bit <laughs> and kind of come back in but yeah. yeah it was it was a real honor to do this and to mm. to really kind of know that this is an important conversation we know this right like we've it's not the first workshop that we've ever done um no. in respectively and it's not the first feature and all of these kinds of things but it's just a reiteration that this actually is really important yeah. and that you know I'm pretty convinced there was some real real life changing moments in those workshops for people mm-hmm. from the very small to yeah. the potentially quite huge and i feel like you know even just by listening to a podcast like this like we are all activists in our own way mm-hmm. you know i think when we think about activists we think about like really big strong powerful people but actually just by by following the social media account of someone who's talking about period positivity or menstrual cycle awareness Mm-hmm. um listening to podcasts like these things add to the collective awareness and it shows mm-hmm. that there's like a growing interest and so I Amazing. feel very I feel really proud of everyone that came to that space and contributed mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know as we were saying like you did not have to be there <laughs> yeah like you're like really workshop nah come on like let's go over there and party
0: um, yeah or so let's
1: just really like recover. lie in bed and recover you know <laughs> like it was it was too hot
0: yeah yeah it was actually a bit too hot for that but still it, our our tent was very hot where we were doing the workshops and yeah. people were still sitting there sweating for an hour and a half mm-hmm. in everything and yeah it, it, I I feel very proud of what we did too and really just yeah like I said to sit in that energy and to really really realize that this work is so needed and like you say every every single person who was in that tent i think had some kind of insight or some kind of new thing to take away with them and i feel that every single one of them just by d- being there was an activist you know like learning about a, a cycle check in or just like maybe understanding why their daughter was so moody at a certain time of the month whatever it was mm-hmm. that is activism at its grassroots proper yes. proper proper deep level
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm still definitely processing a lot from that. And, you know, it was just, and it was so awesome to see you like really do your thing. And it was really, you know, we were all taking like videos of each other and stuff so that we can, you know, content to share. Um, and it was just so it was really wild to watch, you know, like this Juliette sitting there with like these flowery mm. horn headdress, um, like flowers that was, <laughs> you know in the place of, of horns. I think they were like, what were they hibiscus or something? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. just looking very playful, but having a whole room just like totally transfixed on, on the message, and that was just like mm. we are flipping powerful, and I don't mean you know me and you, we are. But um, I mean, just in general, women, humans, like we can I think we can often forget like how powerful we are and how the words that we say and the messages that we communicate can really impact people's lives. And so, you know, in the end of the day, like the Red Sea Travel Agency, they are a collection of people who are doing this because they really believe in it you know, of course it's fun <laughs> yeah. and everything as well. Like, you know, there's, there's obviously real perks to it, but, and I guess yeah. also even the people who organise Shambhala, you know, like this was, these are, are just people at the end of the day who are coming together for a cause that they really believe in. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, from the, the macro of Shambhala festival to the micro of, you know, the people who are coming into the Red Sea tent mm-hmm. and learning like that, yeah, it really felt like there was a big, collective consciousness around Mm -hmm. this and Mm -hmm. that's a really beautiful energy to actually take and it was perfect it was the end of the summer so it's now you know as we said at the beginning we're coming into that kind of quiet Mm -hmm. reflective Mm -hmm. period and I feel like that's such a great energy to be entering this new season and phase of the year with to really reflect Mm -hmm. on actually what is important like what do I want to share with the world how do I want to share that Yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: also not just coming to the end of the summer, but like coming to the end of our first summer when we've been allowed to move freely, do whatever we want it was such a powerful reminder for me and I think for you too of just the importance of that you know connection like in real life connection and you know because I I actually started my proper in depth menstrual cycle awareness work really during lockdown before then it was being more hormone balancing which I still do a lot of but Mm. all the menstrual cycle stuff happened in lockdown so Mm. to do this in real life felt so 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 good like honestly I mean we were sat in that tent for most of the time weren't we like you know any workshop, we were like, right, we're here, we're here, we're here, you know, like <laughs> trying very hard not to get too, like not bossy, but not interrupt too much. Because yeah, yeah was yeah. Fashion, right? And we were like, oh yes, we know the answer. Like, <laughs> but it just felt so good. As, and it felt good just to be in that space and watch other people do their work and learn and just see other points of view and experiences. And it was just like, I could literally sit in that kind of space all day long, every day and never, ever get bored
1: yeah yeah oh it was a great experience and we actually wanted we actually had the plan to record this episode while we were there and um you know it didn't happen for a number of reasons but i'm i'm really glad that we've done it and it's you know it's it's a slightly different kind of episode because it's not necessarily around the menstrual cycle itself Mm. in a way that may appear to be quote unquote helpful for people but um i think that at least for me the the intention behind this episode. And the message to take from it is a, it's like you said it's that importance of, of community and coming together and yeah. and taking this work from being just about like us and ourselves to actually you know, applying it in a world in the world so that we can feel supported yeah. as menstruators and and women and
0: yeah, yeah. and before i think you know it's just been really useful as a society we don't often stop and reflect on things we're always rushing to the next thing so for me this conversation has been like just actually healing is not the right word I didn't need to heal but just it's been like I've really enjoyed bringing up all the memories and reflecting on it and and actually I'm feeling inspired and fired up again you know and and just to kind of relive all of it it's an important part of part of that process so I think it's been really, really lovely for that. And I th- I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy just listening to whole experience, you know. And like if I heard something about a place with toilets where you can actually change yeah. your time, I'd be like, All right, I'm
1: there. Yeah. You know, get my tickets now. Yeah yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm,
1: yeah. Aww. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> the experience with me and for being, you know, breaking my festival cherry. Yeah. And, um, oh, it was such an, an amazing van mate and a fancy dress. Accessory provider, and you know, like it was such an unforgettable unfor- experience. It was so so good, and um yeah. yeah, it was amazing. I can't think of anyone else I'd rather do it with. Maybe apart oh. from my my man, but like you know, yeah. that would be a very different vibe That's altogether. I'm like, oh. yeah, but if it was we're kind of joking. It was... We'll we'll take the men, but like maybe like leave them in there. Yeah, they can be <laughs> in, in their, their own. Place
0: in their own tent their own van we've got our red van that's the one that we are kind of like doing our stuff from but yeah it was so much fun and just to like I you know we've got we've got to know each other well over however long it is now a year and a half two years but like to spend all that time together again in person and like share a van together and you know things that amaze me as well is that we always woke up at practically the same time together (laughs) like how weird is that oh 10 to 7 morning should we go to the shower we were like the first two maniacs in the showers brilliant absolutely loving it you know and just like really being on that same vibe together never getting like pissed off with each other just super cool about everything and I actually before we close want to thank you for also really allowing me to have space to rest and just chill out because I was bleeding like if in honesty, if it hadn't been for you I would probably be much more like oh come on let's go and see this and this and this but you were like right should we take a nap I'd be like Ooh, yeah okay let's take a nap I like that you know and it was really it really helped my festival experience to know that that was available to me so yeah thank you
1: oh, you're so welcome it was nice to be able to say that because I am a bit of a you know, I can be quite introverted. And and as you say, like, it was just so much to take in. And at some points, you know, you're kind of like, I just need to kind of get away for a moment. And um, so it was actually really nice to be with someone who, you know, was receptive to, for, to essentially me saying, should we take a nap? Means I need to take a nap.
0: No, <laughs> can we no, do was that? Saying.
1: So... it It was great for me
0: like the one that's always always going to be everywhere at all times doing all of the things (laughs) to be like should we take a nap I'd be like actually that's a really good idea that's what I really need to do is just chill out for like half an hour you know and plan my next outfit change or whatever so yeah it was it was really really in that sense like a a dream festival experience I've never had a festival experience like that ever
1: ever ever Amazing, redefining the festival experience. Yes, yes, yes. That's the name of the episode, probably.
0: (laughs) I love that, yes. (laughs) Wait, before we forget, let's write that down somewhere. Oh,
1: well, thank you. And thank you for listening. Um, We will link the Shambhala Festival um, and Red Sea Travel Agency, as well as the other facilitators who were um, giving workshops. Um, including the lovely Lottie Randomly who yes. um, we both got to meet and just you know it's so beautiful to put a face to the name yes um, so that yeah. you can check out their work and we'll, we'll put a list of everyone who was there and you can just go out and check what the overall vibe was mm-hmm. and yeah like we said if you are a festival organizer or event organizer um, you know like please even if it's weather it doesn't have to necessarily be the Red Sea Travel Agency but you know, reach out to someone in the menstrual community and and ask for advice. Like, it's not, you don't have to know the answers of what to provide for people. Um, But I think just having the intention to provide a better experience is already enough. You don't have to get it perfect. It doesn't have to be fancy. Um, So yeah, at least, you know, um, me and my and I guess your door probably is um, open for people who want to know, like, you know, how can I make this better? Whether it's employers or events or whatever because it is so important and um and we need that's how we actually make change at a grassroots level so yeah absolutely
0: yes agreed Mm. um so yeah thank you everyone for listening and um we will be back i think next well we will be back next week there are still yes. a few more episodes so yeah excited and as always please like rate review share talk mm-hmm. to us let us know what you think of it you know we're we're here for for all of it absolutely all of it so yeah
1: amazing and we'll see you next week where we are chatting with claire baker so ah yes that's right Grant, yes that,
0: Ooh, that, that that's a, a juicy good. one definitely, definitely good. That.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right loves thank you very much for listening bye We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please help us spread the menstrual cycle love by rating and leaving us a review and sharing this with anyone who you think needs to hear it.